the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnett. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey there, welcome to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk with Hitner Group. Echo Banker Realty, hitnergroup.com is the website, 612 what is it? Six one two six two seven eight thousand. Six one two six two seven eight thousand. Just don't even help them. I know it. Six one two six two seven eight thousand. It'll come back uh, in after uh, after the uh, juices kick into play. All right. So we're real estate roundup. We're talking about the Thanksgiving week, which is normally obviously a uh, slow slow week when the properties drop off. We lost about four percent of the inventory over Thanksgiving week. Uh, most of those will not come back. They're going to stay off the market uh, until after the holidays are over. It could probably come back next year. If we look at our active listings this week, last week, it's 6,100, almost 6,200 uh, listings on the market. That's that's actually uh, up a skosh from a, a year ago where it was uh, just about 6,000 even, up a couple hundred. So after homes fell off, mm-hmm. we still are higher. Thanksgiving than week to Thanksgiving yeah. week, you know, we're up. A little bit over last year, up quite a bit from 2021. <clears throat> in 2021, there was uh, uh, 4,500 homes on the market, and so it's a nice increase, 17% increase in homes on the market. What's you're curious about looking at 2021, though, the pendings, where there were more pended say uh, houses than there were homes for sale in 2021. And today there are about twice as many homes for sale as there are pending. Yeah, it'd be the exact opposite, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Really dramatic, dramatic change. Regarding listings coming off the market, and you have to put a little pin in where you're talking about there so you can get back to it, Sure. is uh, I'm having some conversations with folks that don't have their houses on the market or currently do Mm -hmm. and are considering just renting the property if they're empty. Mm-hmm. So instead of um, you know waiting uh, out the market currently at, at the current environment with interest rates where they're at, uh, sales activity kind of where it's at, considering either renting their house for six months to get back to a better time of cur- selling, five months probably mm-hmm. at this point, so short-term leasing the property out, okay. or uh, getting out to 18 months and just getting past next year, renting their property, and then selling it out. Um, you know, as we all know, there was a bunch of unintended landlords and we worked through some of that inventory over the last five years as right. people thought, oh, well, the market's back and here right. we go, let's sell these properties. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of those, a lot yeah. of properties that were rented that we helped people get ready to sell and sold them. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of those didn't and, 
you know, vacant properties or people move for other reasons out of state, right. whatever it is, vacant properties, um, some of those conversations are, you know, should we lease these properties for a period of time and wait through the overall market? So that is a real, those quite are real conversations those, I'm having with people right now. And quite a few of those, they, their intention was to, as you said, to rent for a short term. And 10 years later, they still have them, and they found that, wow, this isn't such a bad deal here. You know, we've got someone else making the payments on it. We're right. building equity in the property. It's, you know, on the other side of town. It's different if they've moved out of state and you've got to hire a rental company and management company to do it. But if it's just on the other side of town or, or the Twin City Metro somewhere, <clears throat> that's a pretty nice deal. you got someone in there covering your costs, and you're gaining appreciation because property values are still going up it's unbelievable we just hit another uh record high in october according to uh, uh fanny and freddie in terms of uh, valuations uh, so anyhow just getting back to the numbers as our last last uh, week the pendings were 636 came off the market that's actually up from tw- from uh, uh 22 uh up about you know just a hundred and some units in that same week so that's not a bad thing it mm-hmm. um it's curious about how these numbers and when you got a holiday in there you got to be careful because right. you know depending right. on well, thanksgiving it's always on thursday so we got that at least that going for us but mm-hmm. but the weeks can be different the weeks can be different you can have different weather conditions in terms of that holiday in, like in terms of that holiday and and uh, different weather conditions and so forth but there is uh, the the real the real conversation is to look back at uh, 2023 and look at this, the total number of listings of properties that were available for sale during the year, 44,213, versus in 2019, pre-COVID, it was 58,400. Mm-hmm. There are just so many fewer properties that were even made available uh, for sale this year, and the solds reflect that. I mean, we're off about 10,000 uh, homes sold yeah. in the seven-county metro area. One thing you said there is the weather, and people might be thinking, like, what the hell is he talking about the weather? Like, what does that have anything to do with it? And for real estate, especially in the winter months, mm-hmm. you know, we'll say, okay, well, the weather's really good, so we continue to sell. Right. Um, in the fall, late fall, you know, we know winter is like December 21st or something like this, right? It's not really winter. Usually, though, we're experiencing, like, physically experiencing winter at this time. Right. Yep. And we don't really have that going on right now. And so you would hope that the market kind of extends a little bit further than it mm-hmm. normally does. And then, you know, in the springtime, quote, spring, it's not even really spring. It's still right. winter, technically, but we're still, you know, will we experience our spring as it relates to the overall weather and when houses will start to kind of mm-hmm. come on the market and, and spur that activity for next year? And that it is does greatly impact, at least this time of year. Huge it greatly impacts when houses will be coming on the market. Well, so. not only but, that, but I mean, just be real. It's like snow days. I mean, if you have, if you're planning on going out and looking at houses over the weekend and you get eight inches of snow dumped on you, you know, a lot of people are just yeah, going to slow up. Yeah, yep, yeah. just, you know, pass because nobody likes to go out tromping through the snow. And, yep. and uh, if you do have vacant houses, many times, you know, the shoveling hasn't been done and so forth. Right. Same thing in the winter. It can be a beautiful sunny day, but 30 below zero. People just don't want to get out and start chasing around looking at houses. Yeah. And it has given an opportunity to go out, take some photographs of houses so you can see the the yards a little bit better. Uh, right now, I did that last week. I ran out to a property in the metro area here, took some photographs with the intention of listing that property at some time in like March, April. We just okay. don't know what it's going to look like at that time. 
So got some photographs in advance of that, and Smart. it's allowed for that to happen a little bit further into the late fall. Do you think the market's shifting to a buyer's market at all? Because I've seen a lot I think of it has. price reductions, price reductions. You would inventory well, is with, up, pr- right? with price so, reductions. So that today, 7.4% of all the active listings have gone through a price reduction. So 7%? 7.4%. So 90-some 90, 90 percent is... Not hasn't not. has not had a okay. reduction, but that's down actually because it was running about fourteen percent. So actually, the price reductions have slowed. slowed. Mm-hmm. Is that because people are coming on with a more realistic? I, I think it is per, uh, sales price. Yep, I think it is. I think that uh, people have realized that just as you said, the market's shifting dra- drastically, and uh, you know we don't we don't have these multiple offers uh, at right. this point in just about any price tier at, right now. Um, so that you have to be more realistic when the properties come on the market. And that's even <clears throat> gets into the discussion about home preparation. You know, you have to prepare that house for sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has to be dialed in and nice because their inventory is swelling. You know, it's still not back to where it was. Don't right, you right. Uh, you know, it's not like that. But but there's more out there. They are. They have been on the market longer. And so, you know, our average days on market now is running about a month and a half. Is it really? So, yeah. Wow. So we're on all the price points. <clears throat> all price points. Wow. Yeah, as an average. Okay. Some price points more, some price points right. less. You always you can dice it up however you want. But in, for the market as a whole, about a month and a half. So that's longer. <clears throat> Sellers are getting a little like nervous because their home's been on the market for a month and they don't have not only are they not having offers they don't have any showings right and that's where mm. that's really where your agent hopefully is communicating with you um, some agents will kind of be like Ugh, hide. Just not reach out yeah, yeah hide a little bit you want to be communicating with your clients about the market um, just kind of like we talked about earlier Calvin with like hey uh, you know since we listed your property this is what's sold this is what's happening in the market. Mm-hmm. So they're not thinking, you know, oh, gosh, all these people are selling their properties and right. mine's just not going. Yeah. And something's wrong with my real estate agent. Like the reality of the market right now is that things have slowed down. And so the perspective, um, just to, as we talk about two years ago with buyers and setting the expectation about going out there and competing and what it takes to win in a multiple offer situation, right. you have to set the expectation with your seller on what's going on in the market currently and how is that going to impact your overall home sale? It's very important, you know, over-communicate, over-communicate. I think we're going to start seeing, uh, as we come into the first of the year, a pretty healthy inventory level, at least the same as or maybe a little bit higher than last year. Uh, the big the big problem that we have, and we've talked about it all year long and will continue to be a problem, is that interest rate, which has really made it into a buyer's market. We'll come back next uh, after the break here. We'll talk more about what a buyer's market is and what that means for, for a seller when we come back. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group. Hitnergroup.com 612-627. What's that last series of numbers, Keith Reno? 8,000. There you go. 612-627-8,000. We'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.